Welcome, hola, what's good? Hey, y'all, hey. You are tuned in to Circle Up with Amanda Hurd. What's good, family? Here we are again, yet another episode. We are still in season eight, and I'm excited about it. All season long, we have been breaking cycles, the cycles that have been stopping us from getting to our most purposed place, the place that God has called us to be. And I'm excited because I feel freedom. I feel liberty. I feel myself doing things and reaching things that I have yet reached because of the cycles that I found myself in. And so due to the tools that have been shared and literally exercising these tools has brought so much life to my life. So I pray that it has been such a blessing to you as it has to me and I pray that it continues to bless you and you continue to use these tools to get you through your journey. So today I'm excited because today we're actually going to be breaking the cycle of family curses. Not only family curses, I don't want to limit us to that, but any type of curse that has been placed or spoken over your life in general. Maybe you're aware of it, maybe you're not, but if you are able to identify any form of curse that has been placed over your life and now you're able to see like this is why I can't do this or this is why I haven't been doing this or this is why I've been stuck in bondage for so long in my mind maybe it's the curse that has been spoken over me maybe it's something that was done in my family line somewhere that has now kind of traveled down to me and I'm walking it out and don't even realize it I know that this is going to be an excellent episode for you so without further ado grab your snacks drinks and chairs and let's get ready to circle up so y'all if you have been following along with circle up then you know um for a little season over the summer I was doing I don't know if it was Mondays or Wednesdays because there was so much prayer that was being released on the podcast. But one of those days, I would read prayers out of the the mystery red prayer book. Well, y'all, here it is. It is back out again, and I'm excited because today's topic, um, breaking the cycle of curses, there's actually a little nugget in here that is very, very helpful. And so it's very informational. It's very helpful, and I'm just glad that I came across and I'm able to share this connected to what I have for you guys. So we're going to start in here, and then we're just going to chat about it, and then close out. It's a wrap. (laughs) So let's dive in. So um, it's talking about curses. And then we're going to go into a small bit of the prayer that they wrote out so beautifully to help break these curses over our lives. So curses. The word of God says that a curse without a cause cannot settle on a righteous person. That's good. Sin opens the door, primarily disobedience, for a curse to settle on a person. Generational curses and curses in which a a parent or ancestral parent that we are in direct lineage of has sinned and opened a door for it to pass on from generation to the next. Usually, there is some type of display or manifestation in the natural realm indicating what that curse is through a person's behavior. No matter how long, no matter how long pronounced the manifestation is, it needs to be dealt with through repentance. A curse without a cause cannot settle on a righteous person free of sin. And I wanted to say that part. I wanted to stop right there for a minute and just put a pin because 
If you have been tuning in and listening to episode after episode, then you know last week's episode, we talked about the covenant. We talked about breaking the cycle of breaking covenants. And so it's important to understand that this, what we're talking about today, the curses that have been you know, spoken over us, the curses that we are living out, the curses that we have not acknowledged, or the curses that um, we are tied to and, and didn't even know that we were, have been tied to them, we have to understand that it would be very hard. It is nearly impossible. It is impossible to be underneath a curse and underneath the covenant. Because the covenant of God, the covenant that he has made with us, the covenant, the promises, the contracts that we've signed with him are contracts of prosperity. They're, they're contracts that are going to lead us and grow us into the fullness of our purpose, which he desires and has in his will for us. They are everything opposite of what the curse brings about in a person or over a particular thing, right? And so we cannot live in both. We cannot have both. So it's important that we break the curse in order to live under the covenant. And so I thought that was a really good pen. I thought that, you know, if, if you listened to last week and you've followed the instructions, maybe you have not found your covenant. Maybe you have not made a covenant. Maybe you were in that process taking your week, um, your weeks long trip of trying to just get this, get this thing together with you and God. Maybe this is something that you can add to your list. Like, let me make sure I am free of any curse so that I can thrive in the covenant. So unpin, let's go back in. <laughs> so let's see. A curse, so a curse without a cause cannot settle on a righteous person or a person free of sin. Now the Bible clearly talks about curses. And if you're unfamiliar with this, be encouraged to hop on Google. And type in, what does the Bible say about curses? Type in, you know, where can I find in scripture about curses? Open up your Bible all the way to the back and look up the word curse. Look up the word curses and it will lead you to every place in your word that talk, that use the word curse. And so you'll be able to kind of identify a little bit more what's happening, what's going on, what it's about, what it's doing, and, and be able to identify any of those things in your personal life. So let's go on. Um, we either get cursed through our sin or when we get into sin, a curse spoken of by others gets attached to us after we sin, actively affecting us. We need to repent immediately. We do not need to allow this curse to dwell, to make room, to take root inside of us and begin to grow and curse every other thing that is attached to us. These things really do affect our thoughts and the thought process of our minds more than we tend to realize. With generational curses, we also repent of our own sin and also the sins of our ancestors. No matter the sin and no matter the type of curse, we need to ask the Lord to take it and break it from us. This is key. This is how we are going to literally break the curse. We alone cannot break the curse. No matter what we do, no matter how actively we try to go against the very thing that was placed on us, the very thing that was passed down to us, no matter what we do alone without Christ, 
we cannot break it. So that is key. We need to understand that in order to break the curse, in order to break this cycle of living in the realm of a curse, living underneath family curses, we have to involve God. We have to find ourselves in repentance. Literally, the curse is it holds a separation from us and God, the things that he has from us. Because if you listen, you've learned already that the curse was, it was, it was, it has entered in due to sin. And so if you think about that, what is sin? And you think about what sin does and how sin separates us from God. So how can we be in his covenant? How can we enjoy the things that he has for us? How can we be in the fulfillment of everything that is in his will for us if we are living in a form of separation from him? So that's a good thing to think about. That's a good thing to put in your notes if you're taking notes. This is a good thing if you circled up with your friends. Listen, pause and talk about this because that's good right there. So yes, we have to include him. We have to ask him. We need him to not just take it from us, but we need him to break it from us. That reminds me of the season um, that we, the season that we did um, a few seasons ago when we were um, in the season of pruning. And we've learned that in those episodes, when God is pruning us, he is not just wiping us off and cleaning us up, but he is literally breaking off the branches that are unneeded, that are unwanted, and that are causing harm to us as believers, as, you know, just his children, as people that are trying to live in a righteous manner, people that are trying to do the right thing, trying to live this life freely, set apart, but so free. It's like we need him to break off these bad attitudes. We need him to break off hatred in our heart. We need him to break off the sassiness. We need him to break off. And I'm not talking about fun sass. I'm not talking about attitude where it's needed to be firm and stern. I'm talking about the things that make us from beautiful souls to ugly people. So these are the things that when he enters in and we're asking him to prune us, we're saying, Lord, break these things off of of us so that they cannot continue to grow, that they, they won't regrow, they won't lead um, and, and go to others that we're connected to. We're not teaching these things. We're not leading by example that these are things of the, the right way. We're not um, speaking against what his very, you know, word says, how we ought to be and ought to act in as people, as, as an, a beautiful example of love. And so, that's another note. Look, listen, we got some notes today, okay? <laughs> you might need more than just um, your friends circled up today. Y'all might need some, some pens, some notebooks, all of the above. Listen, it's some good notes today. We're going back. We're revisiting old episodes. <laughs> we're revisiting old seasons. We are getting to the root of this thing so that we can break this cycle and live freely, okay? So let's dive into a piece of the prayer that I wanted to share so dearly so that um, we can just really begin to ask God to have his way. So before I dive into this, I want to just say a piece of my own. I'm going to dive into this and I'm going to close out with a piece of my personal prayer. So Father, 
Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that every I pray for every ear that is listening, every heart that is listening, Lord God, that it is opened, ready to receive and repeat as they're listening in their spirits, Lord God, the very thing that they need in order to break the curse that is on their life or those that they're attached to. Father God, I am praying that we come to you, Lord God, already with a willingness, with a readiness to get this thing out of us to be released and freed from this thing we are so sold and open to what it is that you're going to do through us and for us that we just want you to have your way so heavenly father i come to you now in the name of the lord and savior jesus christ holy spirit i ask that you quicken me and lead me in prayer lord jesus i believe that you on the cross took upon yourself every curse that could and would ever come against us lord jesus i ask you to destroy every curse that is on me and us at this time on my children on my grandchildren and on anybody that i am in connection with according to thine will lord jesus we ask that you break and destroy any curse, ungodly soul ties, unholy alliances, or any unrighteous agreements that we have entered into. Destroy any side effects, any effects, residual effects, influences, or strings of any curses that have been put on us or placed on us, declared over us or decreed over us. Anyone that we have prayed for today, including our children and grandchildren, our marriages, our homes, our cars, our trucks, our offices, our properties, our buildings, our businesses, our our ministries and our finances we ask you lord to do this in the name of jesus christ according to john 14 14 we ask you to destroy any witchcraft prayers any charismatic witchcraft prayers any psychic prayers any ungodly soulish prayers any side effects any residual effects any influences or strings of any witchcraft prayers or witchcraft prayers or physical prayers ungodly soulish prayers about us over us or that have been prayed or spoken into the lives of our children grandchildren marriages and so on our businesses ministries finances so on lord we are asking you to do a mighty thing father we know that you have all power we know that the authority that belongs to you that you have graced us with to speak these things out we call on that right now lord god we call on that lord god so that you may have your way we call on that so that we can walk in freedom which you have called us to we call on that so that we can be be bold mighty warriors of you lord god moving throughout this land being great examples of everything that you've called us to lord have your way in jesus name we pray amen amen breaking the curses so let's talk about some ways that maybe we can identify where curses may have been placed over us or where maybe we have failed to realize that this is something that could be a curse hmm what is that and so I don't know, maybe you have found yourself or heard somebody. Let's take it back. Let's take it off of us for just a moment. Have you ever looked at somebody? Looked at, I said someone and somebody at the same time. Have you ever looked at somebody and you you realized that in them they were acting just like somebody else in their family line? Um, their their way of being, their way of moving, their way of speaking, their attitude, their their body language, everything that they kind of um did, it reminded you of somebody else that they were connected to in their bloodline. Hmm. I know I have. 
And so just as you can see that in the behavior that they move about, um, we have to understand that good and bad can can transfer, right? Good and evil can find its way moving throughout generation to generation. And one of the ways that um, it, it can grow throughout generation is because as the adults, we are the examples and we lead and teach the, the ones up under us. And so we give them the attitudes that they have. We give them the, the sass that they have. We give them everything all the tools that they have in order to be all of what um, we hope for them to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. We hope for them to be. And so with that being said, a lot of times we are teaching those um, that are coming up from underneath us how to live either under the covenant that we have or under the curse that we have and so not being able to identify the the thing that we are underneath as a curse can be a very dangerous thing how do we know it's a curse and not the covenant well we have to take a look at God's word we have to take a look at what God says about his people we have to understand if we are a part of him or not we have to understand is this something is he something that we have already accepted in our hearts and so if we have already chosen God as he has chosen in us, then we are a part of him. And so anything that goes or looks opposite of what his word speaks about is considered to be a form of curse, right? And I say that so boldly and so confidently because everything that brings about those things are things of evil, are things of wickedness, are things to keep you from the, the very plans that God has. And so if it's going against then it's what? It's causing that separation. And in separation, we find sin. Sin literally are the things that keep us pulled in bondage, trapped away from God. And those are things that we just don't want to dwell in. And so if we can look in our life and find so much of that and so little of his word, then there's an issue. There's a curse somewhere along those lines. And we ought to break them. And so as hard as I used to think breaking a curse was, coming to find out that tr in true repentance, the curse is broken and, and seeking God and asking him to remove these things with a pure heart of repentance, the curse is broken. Like literally, I thought it was so hard to break a curse that it, it had me in a place of underestimating the power of God. God, we say out of our mouth that he can do anything. We say that he has all power. We say that he is the ultimate. We say that, you know, nothing can, can come against him. There is nothing like him. We say all of these amazing truths. And I do say truths because they are so. But we don't live them out. We don't, we don't walk out this journey as though those words are true. A lot of times we speak those things as if we're reading some fairy tale story, as if we don't know it to be so. But when you begin to tap into the truth of that, when you begin to understand that the, the God that we read about is the very God that is living breathing very well, his spirit is very well alive today, then you will begin to tap into knowing that him with all his power has everything that is needed to break the curse. We find ourselves understanding that we alone are weak, but he 
is strong. And because we have received him, because he dwells inside of us, it's what builds us up to be strong. And with that, with that power, with that anointing, with that calling, with his spirit, we can very well speak the curse to be broken. And so be encouraged to open up your mouth and call those things to break. Call those things to be removed after repentance. Come to God purely, wholeheartedly in your own time and say, listen, Lord, I find myself in the wrong. Listen, Lord, this is something and see repentance has to come from the heart. Repentance isn't something that you can just think about and speak out. Repentance has to come from the heart because if you do not repent from the heart, you will literally still be living in the same cycle of death, the same cycle that is of curse, the same cycle that is keeping you separated from him. So you have to repent in and from your heart. When you repent from that place, you're beginning to chip the cycle. You're beginning to chip, you're beginning to put a, a, a dent in that, in that cycle that is about to be broken. And so we come into this space and we're asking for forgiveness. We're asking the God, we're asking God to, to lead us out of this place. We're asking God to help, to help break these desires of wickedness and, and transform us into the desires of his truth. We're asking God to turn us away from these things. We're saying as much as we have fun and love doing the things that we have been doing, as much as, you know, we feel like this is who we are. We are saying we are willing to surrender those very things for any way that you are calling us to be. We are willing to surrender all of what we know to move and flow in all of what we do not know. We are placing our trust, our love, our hope in you, knowing that with your dunamis power, we will become everything you have purposed us to be. Listen, it is in this space of repentance that you will begin to break the curse over your life. You will begin to break those family curses where there was times where maybe, maybe the curse that was over your life was, was a curse that literally separates mothers from daughters. Maybe it's a curse that separates fathers from being in their children's lives. Maybe it was a curse that, that caused just separation and confusion in the family all in all. Every family has their ins and outs. Every family has those that they like and those that they don't and those that they can't stand. Every family has their own story, but there's something very common in a lot of the stories that is causing separation. And I believe that that is not how it was designed to be. I believe that if you begin to identify and pinpoint where wrong is wrong and call on God and cling to God, he will begin to show you how to open up the doors to make those connections unified. He will begin to show you how, look, this has happened in your family lineage. lineage. Listen, it's happened to your mama. It's happened to her mama. It's happened to her mama's mama. Like, don't allow this to happen to you. Don't be that mom. Don't be that father. This has happened over and over and over again. Don't be that father. I'm calling you out of this thing. I desire for you to live freely. I desire for you to know one another, to cling to one another. I desire for you guys to move and make moves and be a great example of what love is, what peace is, what true happy is, what joy is. I desire for you to have very much. I desire you to be all that you can be. Let's break this cycle. And so come to him and ask for repentance. Say, Lord, I don't want what was. I don't want what I was dealt. I don't like this hand. 
I don't like the, the cards I was dealt. We need a do-over. Lord, help me. Lord, lead me. Lord, guide me. Lord, forgive me. And literally, I'm telling you, there is this place of peace. There is this, there is this, this realm of peace that you will begin to be surrounded in. And in that place, you will know that the presence of God is right there with you and listening and is willing and ready to move on your behalf. And that's where you begin to break those things, call those things out. Everything that you've identified and the things that maybe you have yet identified, ask him to reveal them to you and then speak those things out with the power that he has given you. Speak those things out. And when you get up from this place, I want you to know that you know that you know that it is done. You don't have to wait 20 years for the curse to be broken. You don't have to wait nine weeks for the curse to be broken. It's not this seven day trial and then the curse is broken. When you get up from that place of prayer, when you get up from that place of confession, when you get up from laying down and surrendering all of those things to God, and step into the covenant that he has for you, the curse is broken. And there's nothing that anyone or anything can do about it. People can begin to speak curses over you again. But listen, what does the word say? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. When you find yourself, it literally said that the curse without a cause cannot work on a righteous person. So when you get yourself back in alignment with righteousness, when you find yourself in that place with God, nothing, nothing, there is no curse that can come against you and thrive. And there is no curse that can be a seed of a curse planted inside of you and live. The curse without a cause cannot prosper on a righteous person. Well, that's all I have for you guys this week. I pray that you guys begin to break these curses. I pray that this encourages you to really take a good look over your life and say, curse, where are you? Because it's time for you to break. Curse, where are you? Because I am going to be free after this day, after this moment, after I get up from this prayer. Listen, I believe God wants to do an amazing thing with you this year. I believe 2023, you can see the best of it the closer you draw to him and listen, breaking the curse, getting into covenant, thriving in who he's called you to be. That's just the beginning. I love you guys lots. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Listen, friends, 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 friends. If this is your first time tuning in a circle up with Amanda Heard, I welcome you here. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making it all the way to the end. I pray that this is something that's literally going to help you right where you are. And if not you, you know somebody that it can help. Listen, I want you to run over to all of our social media sites. I want you to go to TikTok. I want you to go to Facebook, Instagram. I want you to go over there right now and type Type in circle up underscore ah and get connected. There's so many beautiful encouragement letters, newsletters, just words of wisdom and prayers that are released daily for you to remain encouraged, to for you to feel connected to a body that loves people and loves God. Listen, if um if after you have done that, I want you to go run over to YouTube, look up Circle Up with Amanda Heard and get plugged in there too. There's so much fun for you. I love you guys lots. Talk to you next week. Be blessed guys. Bye.